Four minutes it is now after 8 p.m. And uh, it's our Shop Stewards Corner where we take a look every Monday at uh, what's happening on the shop floor in the lives of working people. And uh, we uh, try and uh, gain a, a much better insight into uh, the lives of uh, working people here in South Africa. And uh, we certainly do so now at a very difficult time with COVID-19. And uh, the bulk, I guess, of the... Um, Burden of adjustment, as many would say, or the burden of uh, activating and uh, reactivating the South African economy rests with the Unemployment Insurance Fund. And uh, uh, we uh, spoke last week about the story of workers at Unibisco, where a worker mentioned that uh, the uh, UIF had paid out uh, the uh, relief support to the company, but the company didn't pay this over. Uh, to some of the workers. Unibisco being a biscuit manufacturing company and uh, based out in the south of Johannesburg. And uh, just to remind you, take a listen to this. Oh, so uh, that was the case of uh, workers at Unibisco and uh, uh, clearly indicating that, yes, Unibisco had received the money. They have it in good authority uh, that uh, Unibisco had received the money. And uh, it seems now... Uh, the uh, UIF is uh, not only faced by this particular matter at Unibisco, but many other places. Uh, Labor and Employment Minister Tulas Nlesi saying the UIF system has now been revamped and uh, employees can check the status of claims submitted on their behalf by their employers. And he said the UIF has been inundated with calls from workers complaining that employers haven't uh, uh, paid the money over to them despite having claimed some of these funds from the UIF. I'm joined by the spokesperson of the UIF, uh, Makwasonke Telez, who joins me now on the line. Shenge, Angbuli Sababa Gunjan. You know, I really think we, we might have to speak to you every week, uh, you know, for yeah. the next 18 mm. months or to even two years or so. Uh, because of the um, significance of the role that uh, the Unemployment Insurance Fund is going to have to play here. And uh, I even said when, I, when we started that uh, the uh, burden on adjustment uh, being uh, inordinately carried by uh, this particular entity alongside others, uh, I might venture to add. But let's maybe start off with that story. You heard the clip from the worker at yeah. Unibisco. Uh, you know, surely this isn't an isolated case. You, you've come across a few other cases. Maybe tell us about some of the other ones. Yes, this is definitely not an isolated case, although I won't be able to give you the names of some of the companies, but it's common we've received these complaints that um, companies have not paid over their money to us. But I need to uh, explain something uh, with regards to this. There are companies uh, who have applied for, example, 20 employees. But you find that on the system, they've only declared 10. Declaration means the employees that we can find on our system that they have told us about uh, before COVID-19. Now, when they apply for 20, instead of uh, now um, holding the whole money that we need to pay to the company, we'll release for the 10 that we can find on our system and say to the company, please declare the other 10 because we can't find on the system. And declaration is very important in this process because if you've declared, you will tell us how much each employee earns in terms of the hourly rate, weekly rate, or even monthly rate. You will also tell us uh, how long has the employee been working for you? And that is the information that we want. So without uh, an employer declaring an employee to us, we won't be able to pay. But then there are other cases where um, 
the employee, the employer, uh, instead of paying a full amount, like one case yesterday, one employee complained that, look, I've gone to the system, I've checked how much UIF said I will get, I was supposed to get 4,000 rands, and uh, the actual pay that I got was 2,800. So the employee wanted to know, now where's the difference? And so these are the cases uh, that have been reported to us and we are following them up. Mm, okay. Sheng, I want us to hold the line there for a second uh, while we uh, uh, take a look at uh, what's happening in the stores. But when we come back, uh, I want us to take a look, I guess, for many of the working people who are listening in uh, to this. Uh, you say you've revamped uh, your platform and your system here to allow workers uh, to be able to check the status of the claims. Uh, and I want us to briefly talk about that and how people can access that. Uh, you tuned into our Shop Stewards Corner here on Metro FM Talk, which we bring to you every Monday, uh, taking a look at what's happening in the lives of working people and what's happening on the shop floor. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, you might have your own claim in the process with the Unemployment Insurance Fund. Well, we don't get to speak to Schenge as often as we would like, so do give us a ring on 089-110-3377 if you have any questions for the Unemployment Insurance Fund. If you aren't employed, a South African citizen in between the ages of 18 and 27, and you want to study further but can't afford to, then listen up. You can start studying even during the lockdown. iCollege offers fully paid CETA accredited courses and upskilling programs. iCollege has created an online enrollment system which allows you to start studying now already by using their zero-rated app. You can thus start your studies without using any data, and the app is available on any mobile network, but it's 100% data-free if you use CELC. Enroll now on www.icollegeint.co.za, www.icollegeint.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. 13 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's our Shop Stewards Corner here on Metro FM Talk. Love to hear from you. Do share with us some questions you might have for the UIF. Give us a ring on 089-110-3377. I'm in conversation with Marco Songa spokesperson at the UIF. And uh, Marco Songe, I guess the big question here, you've uh, flagged that you've revamped the system at the UIF and workers uh, can conveniently check the status of their claims. How, how, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, so yes, we have done that and to enable employees or workers to check the status of their claim. What they need to do is to, on any web browser, just type uifecc.labor.gov.za and <clears throat> they land on a page that says UIF COVID-19 tariffs, National Disaster Application System. Then once they are there, they click on My Payment Status. On the drop-down menu, you can either put your ID if you are an individual worker, or if you are an employer and you also want to check, you can put the company reference number. So it's as easy as that. Then it will tell you if your claim has been processed, and then how much you're going to get. Mm. What other mechanism, aside from you know workers manually going out to check themselves, do you have to ensure that uh, the monies that you've paid over to employers on behalf of employees are actually paid out? Uh, the other mechanism we have is a call center. But um, I are we receiving about close to 33,000 calls and uh, each call, a person spends about 15 to 20 mm. minutes. So no, no, it's no, better Shang, if you... Shang, I'm not saying what other platforms do workers have to check. Okay. I'm asking what platform does the Department of Employment and Labor, or in this case, the Unemployment Insurance Fund, what other, um, I guess, 
you know, approach do they have to find out whether or not the money has been paid off? So yes, you pay over the money into the bank oh, account of the okay. company. Yeah. But, uh, okay. You know, nazinja ni ba la mali ya zuliswa ya zulselo Okay, no. Yeah, I misunderstood your question. Mm -hmm. So what's going to happen is we are going to, they are required, companies are required to come back to us within five days to give us the reconciliation, that being um, accounts where the money has been deposited and the amounts. And then once they've done that, we're going to check against what they've applied for and then see if everything tallies up. And if there is a, a, a <clears throat> something that is not tallying up, then that company is bound by the agreement that we enter into them uh, as part of this process to pay us their money back. Mm, mm. Yeah. Um, okay. No, no, I, I certainly get that. And maybe I guess it's also helpful to uh, try and uh, communicate a message around uh, the call centers. I mean, you, you say you've been stretched there. We also do understand uh, you've had some of that capacity augmented by the likes of uh, Harambe and many others. Yeah. Uh, may, maybe yeah. talk to us about, uh, you know, uh, what that system looks like. And more importantly, um, whether or not some of that partnership and that collaborative platform will stay in place after uh, this particular <laughs> challenge. Yeah, just uh, last week Friday we have added capacity and now we have about 300, uh, 500, sorry, 500 agents and uh, we just want to see how it goes if we need to add more in terms of handling those calls. Uh, but I have been reliably informed that now the call handling time has reduced drastically in spend, instead of spending that uh, 15 minutes. <clears throat> now you you spend about eight to ten minutes but uh, yeah, that is still not sufficient what we are also going to do is um we, we now have compiled an um, easy eight as an alternative but we now know what kind of questions have been asked by people by callers so we're going to we've compiled this easy eight so that it can supplement and assist in terms of uh, the questions that people can uh, do read and make a reference and and just as a self-help try to help themselves uh, through the system but what we are also doing Aya, we are going to uh, we are training our um um, um counterparts in the provinces because uh, we also have 126 offices throughout the country so we are also helping we are also training uh, people who are doing uif work in the provincial offices so that they can also come in and assist with handling some of these queries but that's not only going to be the queries of related to COVID-19, but queries in general related to uh, UIF and other benefits. Mm -hmm. Okay, Shanga, let's leave it there, my brother. I know you have to run off to another engagement, but thank you very much for taking time out to speak to us. And uh, we certainly hope that uh, we can check in from time to time with you uh, as uh, many of our listeners uh, try and grapple with the system that you guys have. And uh, uh, hopefully uh, uh, they get to see that money going into the accounts. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sabo. That there was Makosonga uh, Telezi uh, speaking to us uh, this evening here on Metro FM Talk. He speaks on behalf of the Unemployment Insurance Fund. And that was our Shop Stewards Corner.